0: Hey, this is Kevin Smith, and you're listening to
1: Radio Brendo Man, the only radio that matters with the name Brendo Man in it. If you're not listening to it, just what in God's name are you listening to. I can give you some options, but that would defeat the purpose of the plug.
2: Brendo Man.
0: Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy, and I am once again joined this week by Emily Schmemly. How are you doing today, Emily?
2: Hi, I'm doing. I'm doing well, thank you. How are you?
0: Oh, you know, I'm back at work, which yeah. is fine because the kids don't come back till next week. So it's still and like the teachers aren't even back till Thursday. So it's pretty chill. Yeah. Are you at um, a year-round school? Well, we're at like I don't know, I don't school now like I guess uh-huh. at some point they decided kids summer vacation was like ruining kids. Yeah. Um like it's too long. And uh-huh. so we have I think they have like they have like not quite 2 months off now instead of like 3 months and then they get longer breaks scattered throughout the year.
2: Yeah, that's a year-round school. That was my elementary school was like that. Okay. I don't, cause, cause at my elementary school we had, it was year-round school, so we had, we had about a month off for winter break, a month off for spring break, but then we would go like almost till the end of June and come back in early August.
0: Yeah, this is like kind of like that, but we don't get a, they don't get a month off for spring break, but they get a month off at, they get a week off at Thanksgiving and, um, and then like, two weeks at spring break instead of one week, which I was used to, and then, like, a month off, like, almost a month at Christmas, and then, like, some other additional breaks, it seems like. Like, it's a little bit more spread out, but it's not quite. Like, when I was in elementary school, we had, like, a really – like, I don't know if this system still exists where we were – I think it was because we didn't have enough classrooms, but Mm -hmm. we were on tracks, and one track would be on and another track would be off. Interesting. And, like – um, and God forbid you were on a different track than your sibling. Cause like then your mm-hmm. vacations will be all messed up. Yeah. But, um, I think they tried to not do that, but I know it happened. And, huh. uh, yeah, cause I remember one, never
2: heard of that.
0: well, cause I remember, no, it was the thing that when it got, things got messed up for my family. When I finished, when I was in junior high school and my brother was still in elementary cause he was on this weird track system. Mm-hmm. And so my brother Got to go to Disney World with my mom, and I had to stay home and go to school, and my dad stayed home. Oh,
2: that's terrible.
0: That was, like, the worst thing that happened to me in my young that's life, to be awful. honest. Yeah, when you're in school and you know your brother's
2: in Florida at Disney World. Yeah, that really, that's, that's terrible. Okay, I'm, I'm about so to sorry, get a Rindo. little
0: dark for a second, but the more I think about that... That had to have been some crazy result of a... Because that was when my parents were kind of split up. Yeah. That had to have been some crazy, like, fight between them where my mom's like, I'm taking Carson and we're going to Disney World? Yeah. But, like, that's evil.
2: It's not great. (laughs) It's
0: not great, right? So – and I know my dad felt horrible because – Okay, I guess there is a couple pluses that happen because during that week – because they were gone for a week, more than a week maybe. um, My dad did take me out of school twice. Nice. Because I think he felt really bad. Um, Because one, I was in – I think I was in seventh grade maybe or maybe – no – yeah, seventh grade. Cause we ended up going, my mom took, took me the next year. But, so it would have been yeah. in seventh grade and I was in seventh grade and junior high sucked. I mean, for one thing. And yeah. two, um, he knew like, cause my, they would, my brother would call me. He'd call me every day and tell me everything he did at Disney World. And I think he yeah. did it half to be like, Hey, here's all the cool stuff I'm doing. And the other half was, Hey, here's all the cool stuff I'm doing. Like, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um, So, um, and in my, here's how, what of a weird kid I was, the thing that I was most jealous of was at the arcade, which I later when ended up playing this game, when I went to the Disney world, when I went to, when I went to the Disney world, when I went to the hotel, (laughs) cause we stayed at the same hotel that my mom and my brother stayed at, um, was they had the first street fighter game, the arcade version, like of the original street fighter. Which, oh, interesting. even at that time was like extremely, some people denied its existence. And my yeah, brother's like, I'm ever, playing yeah. it right now. You only can play as Ryu. It's crazy. And so, the Sagat or Sagat or whatever is, Sagat is the boss. And he's like, it's nuts. And he was telling me all about it. And I remember relaying this information to kids on the playground and they were very jealous. So I thought yeah. that was cool. And, and yeah, so that was like, my brother's at Disney World and I'm like, he's playing Street Fighter. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, but then my dad, so my dad did two things. He took me out of school on two separate occasions, one of which was to go to the San Diego sports arena to my very first WWF show. Nice. Um, I managed, cause I'd been begging him and begging him. And I think he finally was like, well, I guess this is the time. Um yep. so he took me to wWF, which is awesome. And then, um, he did take me out of school and he told me that I had to go to the doctor and instead he took me to Disneyland. nice, that was great, yeah, yeah. And it was just me and him. Usually, it would be like our family and like we had to do stuff that they wanted, and nobody me and my dad were like the only people that always wanted to stay like till it closed. Yeah. um so that was like that was pretty great. Um, yeah like, i would
2: have been a thorn in your side at disneyland as as a kid <laughs> because we would um we would go me and my sister would go with our grandparents and all all i would want to do is like hide from the other people behind my grandparents and go home <laughs> like that's all i wanted to do at disneyland as a kid you <laughs> so you really are not a fan of theme parks
0: no <laughs> what was it about it that would just you weren't having it
2: I think I just didn't care for the crowds, which is weird because like I go to Comic Con every year now, and even this mm-hmm. year when I wasn't gonna go, I ended up going in on one day. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think it was just a little much for me. I was a very shy little kid, and uh I think it was just a little too much excitement for me. I, I, I wow. didn't care for it. I, wow! I wanted to like, God, you know, just play Pokemon on my Game Boy alone or, <laughs> or, or something. I loved Disneyland like so
0: much. And I remember, yeah, yeah that, so yeah, that, that was, so I guess that, but even the whole, even while I'm at Disneyland, all I could think about was like, Carson's at frickin' Disney World right now. <laughs> like even at Disneyland, that's all I was thinking about. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess it worked out because, but he's, the next year my mom took my brother and I, but even then my brother still was like, I've been one more time than you. Yeah, but hey, I I made up for that because then I went um, with Phil and Janelle and it was awesome and so now I'm tied with Carson. Nice. I need to. Did you
2: go to Epcot either time?
0: Oh yeah, freaking love it. We went to
2: we went to Orlando once when I was twelve, but we didn't go to Epcot, which seems to me like the one that I would enjoy the most.
0: It definitely would be because it's way more chill. Yeah. And it's really cool, like, because you're, like, traveling around the world. And they have these people – they have, like, people from all over the world manning the different countries. Like, they're actually from that country. And there's cool yeah, shops and there's, yeah, like – sounds really cool. And, like, it's awesome. And yeah. so – and then, like, all that – you can, like, you can eat around the world, like, all the different little restaurants. And it's really great. I love Epcot. Um, yeah, that was the one now, we didn't
2: go to when we were there. Yeah, we went to Disney World. And now Japan, as an adult, went as an adult, went to Gatorland.
0: Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, you went to Gatorland. I always want to go to Gatorland. What was that we, like?
2: We we knew someone at Gatorland too, so they they took us like like we got to see stuff oh. that they don't show everybody. Did you get to like <laughs> Gator us, Roll or anything? <laughs> we didn't get to Gator Roll. We did do that terrible thing that I feel bad about now, where you sit on the gator and hold their mouth shut. Oh yeah um that
0: can't be they can't there's no way they like that
2: (laughs) i yeah i really hope they don't do that anymore i i i don't think they do
0: i really don't i don't think they do
2: um but then also we went into like this just like this dude's office and he like i held a tarantula and i held a scorpion which was um, uncharacteristically brave of me yeah i was gonna
0: say (laughs) man i could not see myself holding a scorpion or a tarantula yeah even now i don't know well i
2: mean i think now i could hold a tarantula again i could probably hold a tarantula although Um,
0: after watching the mabim bam show where they made travis do it
2: yeah
0: like that made me nervous (laughs) because that thing was huge
2: they're very big but i think that to me is more of a comfort i think it's the
0: furry would just really the fuzz would like really freak me out
2: See the the size and the fuzz is what makes me comfortable because they're they're closer to a dog. Yeah, but
0: I don't know a fuzzy spider. Ugh. <laughs> um,
2: but I I definitely would not be able to hold a scorpion today. Yeah. I don't know what twelve year old me was thinking.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Ugh. Scorpions, like I I've eaten a scorpion.
2: Yeah, like a dead one, like in a lollipop.
0: Well, in no, well, not it was dead, but in um in beijing i was just feeling real bold and oh, they yeah. had deep fried scorpion on a stick
2: i think i would eat that if i was in beijing like i I think that is something where i would be yeah. able to get because i mean like know, we're, we're
0: there it's just this yeah. guy on the street it's like it's like 10 cents and i'm like why not like when am i when am i ever gonna be anywhere where someone hands me a scorpion on a stick it says here eat this
2: yeah, I would eat that too. Let me ask you, uh, how'd that treat your stomach, the scorpion?
0: It was fine. Um, yeah? It was, because it was mostly like batter. Yeah. You know, Um it was a little crunchy.
2: I'd imagine it's kind of like, um if you go to like some uh, Asian restaurants, you'll get like chicken feet that's fried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a lot
0: like insane. that. And then, because yeah. I also ate, well, it was good practice because let me tell you, I ate so many chicken feet because yeah. the chicken foot is good luck. So they always give it to their special guests. <laughs> um, you know what else they give to their special guests, the honored guests, the the most honored person at the table always gets the head of whatever we're eating. Um, oh yeah! And I was the honored guest quite a few times, so yeah. I had to at least take a bite. I ate a lot of eyeballs. Nice. How they taste? Squishy.
2: Yeah. I think I might be into that. I think I might be into eating eyeballs. I think squishy is a taste I can get behind.
0: It's. I got used to it after a while. The only thing I ate in China that I seriously like threw up immediately was um, sea cucumber, and that's because it was too squishy. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be, and it was awful. Interesting.
2: What did? How do you mean too squishy?
0: Because you know, like a sea cucumber is like just really, really squishy.
2: What do you mean? I've never seen a sea cucumber like outside of. Like Planet Earth, like.
0: Well, and I I used to in Sea World they had the touch tank, and I remember always like trying to dare my brother to touch it, and because they were just like super squishy, because they're just like they're like a giant like squish. Um, so you know those like Like little I I don't know we called them like water dogs. Like you'd (laughs) you'd fill them up and you'd like squeeze them.
2: Huh.
0: Um. It's like a it's like a water balloon almost. And then imagine like but it's like imagine eating that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was I, Yeah, I can't picture it. It was very jelly.
0: It was like jelly but meaty jelly. I don't know.
2: Oh, that does not sound good at all. No. <laughs> me- um, meaty jelly does not sound like an enjoyable experience. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um so it that was the only one where I had major problems. Everything else yeah. I was fine cuz I'd eaten fish heads before, so that didn't phase yeah. me. Um it was just like you know, the the chicken brains took a little getting used to. Uh but you couldn't you had to take at least a couple bites or they would be like upset. So Yeah. You didn't wanna it's all about the face. They're no you know good face. Um huh. that was like the first thing I learned is like one, um the things that I learned like the fastest way to make good friends and not upset people is you have to at least take one sip of every drink that you're offered. Okay. Um you have to um and you have to take one bite of everything that you're offered okay. at least. Uh and after that you're fine and there's different ways cuz the trick at going to these fancy banquets and I was a teacher, I was like a English teacher and they so I got invited to a lot of these is one getting really good at making alcohol disappear. <laughs> Nice. Like, and not into your mouth, because otherwise you would – because if, like, you did – if you drank every time somebody tried to drink with you, like, you would die.
2: <laughs>
0: so, especially at these big old banquets where they're doing, like, seriously – I went to this one banquet where they did a hundred toasts.
2: That's a lot of toasts.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: and that, That's so, too – I would say that's too many toasts
0: too many toasts 100%. So it was like their big Chinese New Year banquet at our school and like the governor of the province was there and so I I had to go to each table and at every table and there was like 20 tables and we did like five toasts at every table <laughs> I went to cuz I was going yeah. around with him and the other government officials and it's like you know wishing everybody a happy new year and yeah. so I basically, like, carried around, like, I had, I had, like, I, I would seriously, like, I would drink once every probably, like, nine toasts, and I would just kinda pretend, and yeah. even that was almost too much. Huh. Like, I tried to, like, figure out, I'm like, okay, if I actually drink once every ten toasts, that's ten, but that's still, like, ten shots.
2: That's, that's a
3: lot. <laughs> that's I know. so much
0: i know i know it was real bad it was real yeah. bad but i was like i can't offend anybody because one i i I. it was such a big school i didn't know who was my boss and who wasn't and yeah. like and it's like all these higher ups and like they're all so nice and like i'm like i don't want to offend anybody and yeah it was pretty crazy um yeah. All right, you know what else is crazy is our schedule coming up. Uh We've got a lot of appearances. Um, August 20th, we're going to be um, – me, Andrew, and Derek will be at the L.A. Comic Book and Sci-Fi Convention. comicbooksci Um is where you can buy tickets. That's at The Reef. Have you been to this show at all, Emily?
2: I have not, no. Well
0: – it's pretty funny. It go it used when to, it was the shrine, didn't yeah.
2: go at now. It's the reef. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They when they they moved it, um, because I think they're using the shrine primarily as a music venue now. It's mm-hmm. owned by Live Nation. Um, the Shrine Auditorium, um, not the auditorium, the Expo Center. The auditorium is the big one. Then the Expo Center, but then they do concerts and stuff now at the Expo Center too. Um, so that's why we're at the reef, and the reef is in downtown. It's pretty cool. You can't miss it. There's a giant chair that's as big as a building. Because it's like an art it's an art thing. And yeah. so um we're gonna be there and we're gonna be selling stuff and um we got um and then they got different people signing autographs for money and the big guns this time are Trisha Helfer from uh Battlestar Galactica, B Star yeah. G and Brandon Routh himself, Superman. Wow. Now Superman d- Superman that now yeah. got demoted.
2: Yeah.
0: Um Todd,
2: whose last name I can't remember. Todd Ingram from Scott mm. Pilgrim?
0: Yes. Um,
2: God, dude, I still,
0: I watch, there's like some, I don't know if, if it's the official, I think it's an official video, but I'm not sure. Like there's this, the Black Sheep video, like the music mm, video, I watch that yeah. like all the time. Yeah. I love it. It's very good.
2: I yeah. love it I love that movie um, I mean It's a good movie I, I watched it when I was in Toronto Because I wanted to see oh, Like, cause, Did you know, go to like Any
0: of the places
2: We They pointed out where Um The I forget what it's called The Uh Castle Whatever Where oh, okay The skateboarding thing They pointed yeah. out where that was we didn't go Um And the pizza pizza Where they They go after the The one show Is closed It's no longer a pizza pizza Oh Um But Sadie pointed out where it was Uh so there's a lot of stuff like that. We, and we did go to we we went to Cabbage Town, which is the neighborhood in Toronto, and that's oh, where we nice, yeah. is in the movie. So that was
0: cool. That's cool. Because they filmed that like in Toronto too, huh? Yeah. Very cool. And like um, all
2: the locations, like when we were watching the movie, like they go to the Rocket and it's like it pops up on the screen, the Rocket, fun fact, this place is a toilet. <laughs> and then Sadie turned to me and she's like, Oh yeah, that place is a toilet. Because
0: <laughs> she's there. That's awesome. Um yeah. Yeah, I I just I I think that might be one of my favorite Hall H panels of all time that we were there for.
2: Yeah.
0: That was pretty amazing.
2: Yeah, that was awesome.
0: I remember cause that was another like, hey, we're gonna like basically walk into Hall H. Yeah. And then we saw a lot of cool stuff that day. Um that was like a Saturday too. I feel like that might yeah. have been a Saturday. Yeah, Man.
2: I mean it was twenty ten as well, so it's st- it's still was... crazy like how yeah.
0: fast things got nuts. Yeah. Because that should have been, like, that's a pretty big day. Because I think we saw Joss Whedon and J.J. Abrams, saw the red panel, Expendables, like Bruce Willis.
2: I love that you just flipped red into the middle of that.
0: Yeah. Remember that? I do remember that.
2: That was a good panel, actually, because I remember Warren Ellis being on the panel. That was, like, freaking
0: Helen Mirren and Warren Ellis, and Helen Mirren was wearing some badass shirt that said something about, like, I think it was an anti- it was 2010. I'm trying to figure out what – she was protesting something <laughs> yeah. and it was awesome. I remember
2: Warren Else was like – people were asking him like, oh, is there any concern that they would like ruin your story? Mm-hmm. And Warren Ellis was just like, no, they gave me money. They gave me money. Like, they can they... do
0: whatever they want, <laughs> yeah. Um, which was wonderful. And I remember yeah. even – and this is how crazy – because now that I'm thinking about it, I think at that panel was when he said he was working on the Castlevania scripts. And huh. seven years later, they finally released it. Yeah. Because I think that was the first mention of Castlevania. I'm pretty sure. Because huh. um, that's the only t- – I, I think that was his last Comic-Con appearance. So And I know yeah. I heard him an- announce it in person at Comic-Con, so that makes sense. Because
2: right he now, was actually... at – sorry. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was saying you can go ahead.
2: Oh, no. I, I was just going to say that right now, within arm's reach, I actually have the one of the Scott Pilgrim pins that we got at that band. Oh, yeah.
0: I just yeah, remember yeah, I that Zach wrong Eastman wrong. got the one-up pin and got to go yeah. to that screening afterwards.
2: I remember Zach Eastman gave me uh the, the shirt that he oh, yeah. got at that because he went too. to the
0: shirt booth where they were the cast members were just making shirts for people.
2: Is that where it got? I got? I I I'm so bummed that I have since lost that shirt because oh. I would fit into it now. Yeah, like cause. I have now lost enough weight that I would <laughs> fit into it, and I, I have no idea where it is.
0: So, um, yeah, because I think they were just – it was like a make – they were making the screen-printed shirts and it was like – I think like Kieran Culkin and all the people from – they were making the shirts for people. That was that's over right. at like the Omni across the street.
2: Yeah.
0: Comic-Con is nuts.
2: What? A, yeah.
0: <laughs> the fact that we even like were around that is just like pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So that's uh – that is going to be – uh um, all a comic book sci-fi con Then we got Comic Con Palm Springs August 25th through the 27th Comic Con yeah. Palm Springs dot com um, More details to come well. Yeah. Yes hopefully um, yeah. September we're going to be releasing The schedule pretty soon um, yeah. September 2nd through the 3rd Is Long Beach Comic Con So this is three weekends in a row yeah. <laughs> uh, It'll be very busy yes. um, Also September 2nd 1st 2nd and 3rd which I pretty sure i'll be doing simultaneously um is the pro wrestling gorilla battle of los angeles so i think i'm gonna be going Uh, to long beach you're
2: gonna have a fucking wild time
0: wild time um dude i hope my dream is that james franco comes to bola because he said he was thinking about it and like out of necessity he has to sit next to me and then we (laughs) become wrestle bros yeah wrestle buddies That'd be fun. He did high five me because he was so excited at something Sammy Callahan did. So that, uh-huh. I mean, he was into it. He was getting yeah. into it. Um, yeah. I think he, because I could, I think he could appreciate what it is, and it really seemed like he was. Yeah. Um. All right. So then, uh Long Beach Comic Con, our second through the third, we're going to be doing web comics advocates, and probably I think we got podcast advocates for that. Yes, we do. Um, and then speaking of podcasts. October 6th through the 8th Emily, are you going to be going to Podfest?
2: Um, you don't know yet? Maybe at this point, yeah
0: N- Anything that interests you on the schedule?
2: I haven't really looked at the schedule yet I'm just excited it that it's at really the Regal last. Billmore
0: You know, um, I didn't realize this until Cheryl was talk- discussing it with Andrew I've given, I've, I love that I've, I've plugged their show like four times um, <laughs> But Movies Made Me Podcast uh, They, they Uh Cheryl said that the, all the, all the, um, Sedgwick hotel scenes, the interiors in Ghostbusters were filmed at the re, at the Biltmore. Oh, that's cool. We get to go in the ballroom where they busted Slimer.
2: That's awesome.
0: I'm super stoked.
2: That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I'm very excited about that. Um, also, um, me and Andrew and Derek ran into Graham Elwood at Comic Con outside the American Comedy Company and uh and he was saying how great the podcaster lounge is going to be this year. Oh, awesome. And that it's actually going to be a much a larger space and I I'm hoping that we might actually get like separate tables for each of the shows. That'd yeah. be really great. Um at least some separation, you know, and we're not just crowded around the same boardroom table. Not to I'm not complaining cuz that has been great, but I think we'd have much better quality recordings if we could get some less bleed through, you know.
2: Maybe I should go because I feel like Super Mario Brothers Minute would be a good show to bring to that line. Can
0: you imagine like you could get like having guests come on to talk like you could have you could get probably get some cool can you imagine having like TJ Miller come on your show and talk about Super Mario Brothers a movie? That'd be sweet.
2: Yeah.
0: Um and uh but I think I think you guys could really get some push there, you know? That like some buzz. Um, yeah So that, that I, I'm really excited about it Um And it was cool Talking to Graham about it It was also cool that When Doug Benson Came out Because they were I guess he'd been on Douglas Movies And he was like And He was like Hey Wrestling guy And uh And Doug Benson remembers Smoking weed with me At Get High Watch Wrestling
2: That's awesome
0: Because he was like Hey wrestling And I was like Yeah Yeah Wrestling <laughs> That's great that's really great Um I think I think that show's Like already done I'm really sad Cause Ron Funches Is like on tour again I don't know What's gonna I really The two that they did Were amazing It was him and X-Pac Basically doing MS Mr. Science Theater 3000 To like wrestling clips And yeah. And then they'd have Some other comedians Like the first episode Was They had Brian Posehn It was awesome, awesome. It was so awesome Um Brian Posehn, whom we met, did we met? Was that a WonderCon? I feel like that was a WonderCon. Um, the
2: uh, Comic Con, we met him. Oh yeah. Well,
0: uh, we a couple took a, years later. Yeah. Well, we took a picture with him, and then a couple years later, I was like, "Hey, Brian Posehn," he was like, Bleh. "Yeah." <laughs> that was more Spazzo Brendo. <laughs> I was gonna. I I forgot to talk about we met Robert Kirkman. I didn't know what to say to him, and I was just like, you're really great on Nerdist. And he was like, oh, yeah, that was great. And then that was it. That was my yeah. Robert Kirkman. <laughs> he was very good on – he's really funny when he's a – pod. he's a really good podcast guest.
2: Yeah, he is. Um, All right. I forgot to well, remind you before we started. We need I to talk about finished. Marmaduke. I
0: just remembered that Okay.
2: Good. it is time. The, the spirit of Marmaduke grabbed us both. Because I know. We both were, just were right
0: at the same – Yeah. Okay, so I do want to remind um that we've had two really crazy Marmadukes. Um Emily, I I don't I I do I, I feel like I should at least tell you that we recently had a Marmaduke where the moral of the Marmaduke was that when Dot um tells Phil to stop it when they are um doing um when they're doing bedroom activities which i don't i don't know what they're doing in this panel um but then marmaduke tries to break it up because he thinks that phil the husband is like assaulting her um dot gets mad (laughs) and then says then says when i say stop it marmaduke i don't mean stop it do you understand and then the look on marmaduke's face i gotta show you this is beyond priceless That's Marmaduke being very confused about sexual assault.
2: That's, that's a bad comic. Yeah, right? This is a Marmaduke. This is a Marmaduke
0: comic. Comic. What is happening?
2: (laughs) That's a bad, that's a bad Marmaduke. (laughs) It's messed up, right? Derek didn't believe me
0: how messed up Marmaduke was, and then we just casually read that. We're like, whoa.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I mean,
2: that's that's the Marmaduke creator trying to be like, "Oh, these consent people talking about consent are getting out of hand." I'd better write something about this. Yeah, but his only form is that he has Marmaduke to push his weird shitty ideas. He's telling the so. kids
0: of 1983, like, "Hey, kids, yeah. no means yes."
2: Oh, that's <laughs> oh Marmaduke. I know, right? I come here for a joyful comic about a dog who doesn't know how big he is, <laughs> and then this is what you give me.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully this time, that's what we're going to get. All right, yeah. so Dot, again, everybody in this family hates Marmaduke. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> they don't want him there, which continues our theory that, oh, I don't know if you've heard our Marmaduke theory, Emily, but Phil What's and I have a pretty solid evidence-based, um, like, I guess you could call it a... uh like worldview of Marmaduke that um <laughs> Marmaduke is actually I mean, he's not really a dog because he yeah. can change size and does at will. Um That's interesting. and so I we discovered that Marmaduke may or may not be the ha- possessed spirit of Phil's father whom he murdered.
2: We murdered is an interesting twist on that.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's see, we just, we got the vibe that Phil had some serious dad issues. And then we were like, maybe he killed his dad because Marmaduke has this weird obsession with like people, uh, giving his bones to people. And we think there might be like a, like a Chucky thing where like Marmaduke needs to like use like bones to like transfer his soul to like a new host to get out of this That's dog body. Yeah. I think it so that it's, it's 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 very intricate and I'm sure Phil could explain it better but there's lots of we have a lot of support comments. No, I'm on board. And, I'm on board. I believe And you're we're there. documenting them. Um Yeah. But yeah, anyways. Um so Dot is in the bedroom, not in the bed, in yeah. the bedroom, um and yeah. she's yelling at Marmaduke, "You're not getting up on this bed. Out of the bedroom." So there she is. Yeah. All right. And then so Marmaduke comes running down the stairs which I think Marmaduke is as big as the staircase. Like he takes up the whole stairs. Yeah. And that's just clomp, clomp, clomp. And then now he's somehow shrunken down where he can fit in the whole chair.
2: That is a classic skill that real dogs real big dogs I know, have it's true. I've seen.
0: Okay. Um so Emily, I would consider Emily a dog expert, so I, I I definitely I would I would, you know, defer to you on that. Th- thank um, you. So, all right. So Marmaduke's curled up, and so, and so I think it's Phil says out of the living room. Oh wait, no, it's still Dot. She's still yelling at him. So now he's all yeah. sad, sad Marmaduke. Sure, that's that might be the saddest Marmaduke panel I've ever seen. Just a blank. Really okay, a good it looks look at like it okay. Guy? It sorry, it looks like he's like in an empty space. He's in a void.
2: Oh yeah, that is a very sad. And Marmaduke he's just Duke
0: turned around room. and like.
2: And yeah, I couldn't figure out the sort of perspective from which I was looking at Marmaduke, but now that I see it, yeah, that's very sad.
0: There's negative space and it's yeah. just nothing. He's in a sad zone.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so then Dot says, I have to make lunch out of the kitchen. And now he's outside.
2: Is this a collection of Marmaduke Sunday strips or are they always this long? These
0: are I I think these are all Sunday strips because okay. weekday strips are only one panel. Yeah. So I think well, that's what that I okay. There's no way that he made these just for this book because no newspaper cartoonist is going to work that much. Yeah. So I think these are just collections of Sunday strips. Um, okay. All right. So then – oh, man. Okay. <laughs> this is another like no punchline comic. It's just okay. real sad. You got a real <laughs> sad one. So then <laughs> Dot is like looking out the window and she uh-huh. says – Oh dear, Marmaduke, poor dear. And then she says, You know you know you're allowed in your doghouse. And that's it. That that yeah, that is just sad. That's just real sad. And Marmaduke just continuously
2: looks sad. That's all yeah. this is. That's a real bummer of a of a strip. Man, I'm sorry. Uh Sometimes we gotta save Marmaduke. We gotta get Marmaduke out of there.
0: Sometimes you never know when Brad Anderson is just gonna throw a curveball at you. And like, (laughs) I think he was just in a bad place that week. Yeah, I mean, he goes from like these like, "Hey kids, consent isn't real." To man, Marmaduke's just in a real bad place. Everybody, I don't understand.
2: Yeah, it feels like most sort of newspaper comic strip creators are. They fall into three categories, which is sort of d- decent people. Yeah, Bill Waterson is a category to himself as like a good person. Yeah, I mean
0: he's he's and probably the holiest of all.
2: Yeah, and then right? there's just,
0: and then there's Scott Adams,
2: Cretons. and I would put Scott Adams in that category. And what I'm suggesting is maybe Mr. Marmaduke is in the same category. As Scott we're Adams.
0: we're not sure. I mean, God rest his soul, or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> we have been trying to f- locate his son for quite some time, and it's very yeah. difficult because Brad Anderson's son is named Paul Anderson. Um, There's a lot of famous and, Paul Andersons. Yeah, exactly. But for because a while, it's
2: PT and PW. Yeah,
0: for a minute, I'm like, what if, what if, what if PT or Paul WS was is the, the son, son of? Yeah, but that's it's a, not. That's an interesting theory. I mean, that'd be amazing because the son now does do the comic, but. Dude is a ghost. No contact information. What if information.
2: Paul Thomas Anderson was moonlighting doing I movie.
0: want that to be the case so bad. <laughs> and I would love it if that was the case. Like, I would love yeah. it. Because this Paul Anderson does not exist. You would think you'd be able, like, I mean, I've even used some of my more, you know, like, insider ways of getting a hold of people. Like, I cannot find this dude. Yeah. So you we have to be honest something there. Huh. If I ever run into PTA, I'm going to be like, hey, come on. Come on.
2: You did run into PTA once.
0: Oh, yeah, but I didn't know about the Marm then. I yeah. know now. The Marm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need Phil to come back so we can get a Marmaduke brick update. Did you hear about this? Yeah. No. When Brad Anderson died, the town that he grew up in, um that he lived in actually i think his whole life up in upstate new york they built mm-hmm. a statue of him and marmaduke and oh i have heard about and this. you can get paver bricks and we like they have a disneyland in front of the main entrance and we ordered a radio Brendo Man brick complete with radio Brendo Man logo and website on it and nice. the phrase embrace the marm <laughs> um and i think nice. it might be there now
2: i don't know that's awesome
0: yeah, forever. It's great. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, real quick, I just wanted to, we are going to end this episode with a Comic Con special recording featuring me and Andrew Lindy and Derek Armijo. But I just want to finish this segment just by asking you real quick. Um, what are you currently, what's like some highlights of watching, reading, listening to anything like that?
2: um i've been getting very into stardew valley recently oh so hell is, yes hell yes older, oh yeah. you gotta watch out for that it's uh it, yeah that game is good as hell uh um, i
0: lost 50 hours of my life without even blinking
2: yeah i could definitely see that um you on right pc right a little what's that Are you on, on PC? pc yeah yeah That's yeah go. um i i the sort of narrative i'm creating in my head now oh yeah that, uh is that my character is just this weird lesbian who came to town and started flirting with all the girls. Because if you look at all like the relationships, you, know, you see how many hearts you have with everyone. All the single women have hearts and nobody else
0: has <laughs> my I, I'm too dedicated to the rest of the game to even try to get hearts. I'm that yeah. dude.
2: Uh, I'm sort of torn now between two people, um, between Abigail and Emily. Emily would be cute because my character is also named Emily. Mm. So that would be a, a cute little relationship. That would be cute. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of fun. I've recently reached level 100 in the mine. Oh snap! Gotta yeah, get that, gotta get that bus fixed so get I can that get out to bus the bus going. Spell cavern. And then
0: it's yeah. like a whole nother thing. Yeah, that's what I love about that game, man. It's.
2: there's just so much to do
0: there's so much to do and it's so fun and like for a while i'm like i'm obsessed with fishing and then for a while i'm obsessed with this i'm actually gonna work on my farm and then like when people started posting all their farms on reddit and i got all these ideas and like i realized you could fence in your animals and other tricks i got into honey i got into mushrooms real big (laughs) for a while yeah Um, just all that stuff. It's such a deep game. And the fact that it's only made by one guy.
2: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: It's so amazing. Everybody yeah. should check it out if you haven't yet. Um It's incredible. I'm already like
2: planning other characters and farms I want to make. Hmm. Um, I want to make one where I'm just a really trashy sellout where I betray the town to Joe. <laughs> oh, Mart I haven't done that yet. I want to do that too. Yeah.
0: Because you could totally sell out and then it, then you don't have to do any of the work. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like um, there's got to be some downside to that.
2: Yeah, I wonder if like the town gets if like gets visibly more polluted. It or, has or to, well. right? Like, yeah.
0: people start like dying of mysterious illnesses or something.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, are you reading any books or anything like that? Comics? Um,
2: not really. Uh, you still on
0: the Marvel kinda, Unlimited?
2: No, kind of dropped off that because hmm. uh, the the tablet that I had kind of just got old. Yeah, and, me too. And parted out.
0: I think tablets just. Yeah. Tablets are not meant to last very long.
2: Yeah, no, um, my Nook.
0: I've already. I went through two Nooks, and I'm like, all right, I'm yeah. done with these. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, but they were I, so cheap. I, wa- I started watching um, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, which is a really fun, super gay anime. Um, that okay, people can check out. Yeah. Um, uh, it's about this uh, woman who sort of wanders drunk into the forest and pulls a sword out of the dragon, and then the dragon shows up um at her house the next day in the form of a human woman claiming that she's in love with her. Whoa. It's a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: All right. That sounds awesome.
2: Yeah, that's on Crunchyroll. Um, you can check that out.
0: I am currently, like I said, trying to keep up with the New Japan G1 Climax tournament and failing pretty miserably, yeah. and. Um, and then other than that, I am, um, I was watching, um, so now I had to take a break from, I was, I had finished Kimmy Schmidt season three, which is really good. And I was watching, um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but now I'm pretty much just watching wrestling Yeah. for a while. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen when TV starts up again, like the new seasons and stuff. I um, mean, Game of Thrones probably- already started, so, and I'm already behind yeah. one episode.
2: I don't know what happened between last season and this one cuz I went from just being fully into Game of Thrones to I just could not care less about watching the new well, episode. The
0: season did you watch the season premiere? No. I thought it was really good.
2: I yeah. But I'm I, just um, now I'm one episode I'm sure I'll get to behind it, already. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I just I completely lost oh, interest. Oh, Man,
0: I'm I'm I was I I guess I'd lost interest in the sense that it has been so long and there's so many other things. Yeah. <laughs> but then as soon as I was like back in it, I was like, oh, yes. I'm a lot of
3: YouTube
2: stuff too, which is sort of new in my life. Hmm. A lot of the Polygon shows. Oh yeah. They've got a really fun ongoing, uh, uh, PUBG stream going on Polygon. They call Awful Squad. Okay. Um, Pat and Allegra over at Polygon have a fun series called Let's Watch the Baseball Game, uh, which is a title that makes no sense, um, except that it started as them watching the intro to every Mario sports game, but now it's just them watching every intro for different video game series. Um, oh, wow. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. They just did Crash Bandicoot, and the hook to that one was that they both hate Crash.
0: I've never been a fan. One, I, I love the people that people had forgotten how hard that game was. So yeah. that when they're they're all complaining about how hard the remastered version is, I'm like, you freaking nostalgic. Nostalgia burns you again.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I never played it because I never had a PlayStation 1. Yeah, my, so I kind of missed out on I mean, the whole crash phase.
0: Yeah, my brother got a PlayStation. And so yeah. we had it. And I remember I'm like, this game is really hard and I don't like it. I want to play Jet Moto <laughs> some more because that was my jam. Um,
2: yeah, I was playing Donkey Kong 64 at the time. Oh yeah, see,
0: we didn't have a six. My brother ended up getting a 64 later. I went. I missed like a few console cycles during that period because yeah. I just, um, yeah, I was way into computers by then. Yeah, I was on the PC bandwagon before it was cool. I'm just kidding. I'm not that guy. But (laughs) I I was playing PC stuff, but mostly just, hey, this internet's real fun. That was basically where I was in 1997, 98. And then I discovered emulators in college, and I was like, who needs a Nintendo 64? Except (laughs) the guys next to us had one, and I failed some classes because of Goldeneye. (laughs) So even without one, I still managed to like have it ruin my life.
2: (laughs) did you play Goldeneye Source when that came out recently? Uh, no. Is it any good? That, do you remember what it- Do you- what, what, Sorry, what was it?
0: Is it any good? Did it actually yeah, come it's a out? Yeah,
2: fun actually. Uh, I mean I- I don't know, I don't know how to answer that question. It's downloadable, you okay. can download it. But is it is the whole it.
0: thing? Like I heard they only had like one level done or something.
2: When I played it, there was two or three. Okay. I mean, as long and as it, they have but it was the, multiplayer only. I mean, it was multiplayer. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But like, you only—I yeah, yeah, yeah. guess—you really only need a couple levels for. it. I mean, yeah. Jeez. it okay. was a
2: lot of fun. I—I I enjoy. and I—I I do not enjoy multiplayer shooters mm-hmm. like ever. But I, I think Goldeneye had that nostalgia factor for me.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Because I'm not a huge yeah. first person guy either. Because I'm terrible, as evidenced yeah. by me getting my butt kicked by all kinds of teen celeb boys oh, and <laughs> the IMDb vote. <laughs> um although it was great showing the dude from Teen wolf how to use the flamethrower, yeah, that was pretty cool. that's awesome uh all right, well, I'm pretty much the only thing that I'm playing video game wise right now is I've been really into Diablo three on p s four because they finally put the seasons in, which is like you get to do a new character and there's all kinds of new challenges, so it's like playing a brand new game. It's really fun, yeah, and it's competitive nice. and um. It's pretty cool. And then they actually released a new character. They finally released the necromancer. And they've that's been something talked about since Diablo 1. So, yeah. it's really cool to finally play as it. And it's I think it's super overpowered, but in such a fun way that I just love it. You just like yeah. destroy everything with your giant skeleton armies <laughs> and it's really fun. Um Yeah. But yeah, so I think that's going to do it for this cool. week's episodes. And um, Emily, I was so glad, great to have you on the it was show. Great to be on. Thank you for having and me. And we'll have to have you back soon. Um, I also would like to um, thank everybody that we hung out with and came to our panel, Webcoms Advocates panel, which I will be posting probably next week as one of the episodes. Um, nice. It went really well. Um, I was at first worried about our turnout and then I talked to a, a couple different people that had panels at the same time at 9 PM, including Dave Kellett, who's a big time webcomics guy. And they all had yeah. around the same number of people in the room. Oh, nice. So I'm like, all right, I think we did. Okay. Um,
2: yeah. Uh,
0: cause yeah, a lot of like cool stuff is happening outside at that time. So not a lot of people in the convention center are going to panels at 9 PM. Um, yeah. But it was still a great time, and I, uh, I really enjoyed it. And it was great having Patrick and Madeline and Eddie with us. And you can check out um, all those all the information for our next upcoming panels. And if you want to be part of our webcomics community, check us out at webcomicsadvocates.com. And um, like I said earlier, our next appearance is going to be at Comic-Con Palm Springs followed by Long Beach Comic-Con. So we'll be back on the road soon. And, yeah. um, and for, um, I was going to say one other thing. Forgot what it was. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Check out our friends at crude ink. They make cool vinyl artwork. That's at, let I me, mean, I, I had the URL and I, I skipped it. Um, that is etsy.com slash shop slash crude ink. Also, if you're in the big bear area, check out mountain room escapes. Have you ever done a room escape, Emily?
2: I have not, no
0: Well, they're really fun But if you're ever up in Big Bear They have a really great one And if you go to com, I've done this room escape It was the first room escape I ever did And I had a lot of fun Um, com. Use the code RADIOBRENDOMAN And you get $5 off each ticket So, good deal um, good deals being thrown out all over the place. In all this show. over the place here. We love to give you good deals, and we like having you here um, to yeah. listen to them. <sighs> and um, I'm going to go to bed. So, uh, Emily, it's been a pleasure. And everybody else, be sure to go to radiobrendo.com for more, and hit us up on there at Brendoman on our social medias. And for Radio Brendoman, I'm Brendan Creasy.
2: I'm Emily Schmelly.
0: And have a good one everybody and john Goobang do check 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 all right so we're here in the free soda room the new free soda room in the brand new part of the marriott here with andrew
4: what's up I'm, andrew i'm eating pretzels hello I'll stop eating them Are they now. making you thirsty? They are in fact Making me thirsty
0: You got Hawaiian Punch
4: I do I'm gonna drink I feel
0: like the Hawaiian Punch Is new I think they had it last year they got, I like that they have So many options They the have Le-
4: Fanta Zero The lemonade's new I feel like they didn't Have a lemonade before
0: They also have a Minute Maid I don't know They got a lot of stuff Going on here
4: We both drink At the same time That's like a big Podcasting no-no I know If you see someone Go to take a drink You have to like Fill in
0: We both ignored Our instincts And just drank up well, it's after eight o'clock. We've had a long day. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got up. We got a plenty of sleep. We went to the Jimmy Damn. Carter's. We went to um, we went we went to Jimmy Carter's and we Uber dropped us off. We went immediately to Hall H. Walked right into Hall H. Crazy. And watched Tally Berry chug a pint of whiskey. Yeah. During the Kingsman panel, and we also all got fidget spinners. And shirts, and shirts that I can't, that don't fit me. But the fidget spinner is really crazy, though. When I open you, the look on your face when I opened it up and it was a fidget spinner, you were just like overjoyed. I've been because contemplating. You can money. have one without having to buy it, yeah. so you can still be like, I'm an adult.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And but we have fidget spinners now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and you've been playing with yours like all day, pretty much. It's a lot of fun. They are. They're fun. I'm, mm. I'm sold on fidget spinners. An older
4: woman turned to me and said, I've never seen one of those in real life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't really either, just at school. Uh-huh. Um, but I just, because the kids just are crazy for them of and course. they're stealing from each other and they fight with them. And, but that's, I did overhear somebody say that they watched a kid, as soon as he opened it, he was playing with it and he like flew three rows back. And like hit somebody. Yeah, that makes sense. And then somebody at Comic Con International, like they don't know why, but they just respect just impulsively went, Ooh Bully, like, oh no, we're in trouble. <laughs> it's the pencil it's the pen incident waiting to happen. The pen incident. Okay, so this is an all time coulda, shoulda, would have what if scenario Comic Con is um me and Phil and Josh were in line for Kevin's panel, but hit the Marvel panel was right before that, and we were on track to get in. And this was the first Avengers assembly, mm-hmm. and the lines stopped moving. And this was when the stabbing incident happened. Oh God! Where you know you know about this? I kind of remember the dude now. stabbed a guy in Hall H with a pen, and then like they weren't letting anybody in and in or out of Hall H, and. So we missed out on the Marvel panel, and at the same time, I got a text, like, hey, if you get in there, you can come back, behind, come, we're hanging out backstage while they get all this, and we could have mm-hmm. been, if we'd gotten in, we could have gone back and hung out with Malcolm and Kevin and the whole entire Marvel, like, <laughs> the Avengers cast. Because wow. they just hung out back there while they were sorting out what was gonna happen. But because of that, they didn't start letting people in again until after the Marvel panel ended. Mm-hmm. And that's the story of how I could have been at the greatest, one of the early great Marvel panels, mm-hmm. but didn't. And that was, I think that was the beginning of Josh's, like, hatred of <laughs> Comic-Con and all age.
4: Yeah, I mean, he's just like, he hasn't really come, huh, the past Stopped. couple of years. Done. I think last year... He hasn't even come to like the Long Beach one. No, or I don't think he's smaller. I think he's even. over. I
0: think he's Weird. over it. I think he's taking a break.
4: I mean, that's. I don't know. I miss all the faces. You know, I miss all the people. I know we used to. We used to roll super deep. Mm-hmm. Now we just kind of like we get
0: some people for nice one day, some our, people for another day. Like small crew too. There's also advantages to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so after Kingsmen. We, Derek stayed in Hall H and you went to the Brigsby Bear yeah. panel in Hall H. Really yes. Yeah. Derek, How was it? Derek has joined the table. Good. It was good. So you went to the San Diego Central Library. Yeah. How was that? It was neat.
4: It's, uh, it seemed like they kind of put some smaller stuff there, but a lot of podcasting stuff. Um, so that was kind of fun to see because, you know. Podcasting. Podcasting. That's kind of so what we're doing
0: doing right now. Um, pretty slick. What was slick? Covert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> it's low-key. Remember his giant board and all in our microphone? Oh,
0: yeah. This is way chiller. So. let see if we get in trouble this year. The only reason why we got in trouble last year is because we were all being really loud, and that was the year of the sheepskin that was condoms was years ago when we got kicked out that we was the sheepskin twice in condoms a, twice in a row. last we year
4: did? there was there they, the whoever came over was like oh no podcasting allowed in here
0: oh yeah yeah but i think that's because maybe the first year no i think it was just because
4: it was a big board this if this ever gets noticed i think we might you might get told no podcasting in
0: here or whatever that's fine <laughs> you say that now Fine, we'll just go. I can take this anywhere. We can like do this anywhere. But you had your big board, and like that's just like a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. It's but this is room. like pocket portable, and I'm totally on board. with it. I didn't even bring my computer. Mm-hmm. So I should have brought it though because the G1 climax next G1 climax on New Japan was today, and Jeez. now I'm going to be behind.
4: Yeah, we all got to get a little behind just to have our Comic Con fun. It's true. Uh, but no, the podcasting stuff was interesting. The first, pa- I, I was interested in the first panel, which it seemed like a diverse mix of podcasters. But I didn't really get a lot of new information from them. I mean, I don't know. I feel like they didn't really say anything that I didn't already know. Mm. And then nobody really asked questions. Well, one person got a question before the panel got like closed. They got their like two minute warning or whatever. <laughs> um, and then one guy on the panel wasn't even a podcaster. He did like live streaming on the internet stuff. Yeah, and which that's was not a podcast. That's not a podcast. I don't. Why did do they even put he him did on live it? streaming on the panel? He did like internet radio. He does like internet radio. And but he even made a, a point of saying he was panels. like, he was like, my stuff is different because if you miss it, you can't get it. And it's like that's not a
0: podcast. That's, and also that's not a plus. And you got all <laughs> like that's you like. Got all upset.
4: Yeah, and then the moderator guy seemed to be one of those, another old radio guy who didn't quite, wasn't quite caught up with the world, and it was like, he was like, when Why did I took over my college radio, he was like, when I took over my college radio, I just did whatever I wanted, and I got away with some weird stuff, and I'm like, yeah, you know, weird the, then is probably not weird now. Podcasts are also crazy. Also, that's
0: every college exactly. radio
4: person ever. That these aren't antlers, it's a hat. It's a hat.
0: Yeah, that's a hat. I always thought it was antlers. The Hawaiian oh,
3: now punch Now they guy. kind of make it look a little
1: more like a hat. It used it to like
0: look... Straw hat. It used to look so much like antlers. Now it's like a straw hat. The old one... Do you remember his name? Punchy.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: There you, you go. his slogan? How about a nice Hawaiian punch? And then he was like, sure. Well, because well, kids, there were two <laughs> things that used to happen on the playground when I was a kid. That. How about a nice wine punch? Okay, Buh. say king, and then you'd say king, and they go kong, <laughs> and it punch oh, you. That, that was pretty, one. That's unique. Hertz donut. That one I know. I'm trying to think of some other ones. I got. I fell for that all the time. Volkswagen Slug Bug. Yeah, Slug
1: Bug. There are no Volkswagen names Bugs anymore. Those new, did they some stop the making kids them? Use the new
3: ones. Still? Yeah, they use yeah. the new
1: ones. Surely do. That's a buzz. Looking at porn on their phone. (laughs) You think kids even play games anymore? Like Duck. No. Okay. Here's the thing. Like I, they're all just texting each other each other's nudes. I think. I've never.
0: (laughs) I couldn't have that conversation. (laughs) I wouldn't feel comfortable having a conversation with a teenager about porn. But just from what I've gathered, talking to the other teachers and parents of teenagers, they find a lot of. Well, no, it's because because it's so prominent. It's like it's not. They don't care. Like like it's like you know like if weed were legalized and then it's not like so it's like so oversaturated that it's not like it's just there. It's like background noise now. It's not like because all I'm thinking about is like if I was 13 years old and I had if I had and I had the internet on my phone. Like I'm thinking about when I was 13. Like I never would have left my room. I would have. I don't know. I probably would have died. Like I'm just like. <sighs> but I think like it's just different. It's just the different. But there is like a problem with like kids like not understanding what sex really is. And okay, what it's how do we get on this topic? We're, I have no <laughs> idea, Derek. Brendo
1: <laughs> can pontificate about anything. <laughs> so he just you know takes the ball and runs with it that's how we get kicked out of this places yeah, okay we'll stop talking about that that's a good call we started on the um, Hawaiian punch punching we still, what were you
3: talking about?
0: <laughs> yesterday like you guys this. asked me what I wanted to do and I said I want to get on that IMDB boat and as we split, we parted ways you went to the library and I got on that IMDB boat and uh, you haven't stopped talking about it since <laughs> it's fucking great even on the
1: boat you're like we're on this boat <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's pretty good. And so, I mean, it was great because I was just, like, standing there talking to this guy in a Silent Bob cosplay. And then I see Jordan and Kevin on the boat. And I was like, hey, Jordan. And then Kevin's like, Brendo. And I'm like, hey. And he's like, come on the boat. And I was like, okay. And that was it. And then uh, they have a full bar. They have food. They have video games. I'm
3: they excited have...
4: to
0: try and get on the boat. Oh fun. I just talked to Jordan. I said, can I get one more tomorrow? She said, probably. Nice. You don't want to ask for too many. I, got, I know. I got to be cool. Play it cool. But I already made a promise to a...
1: Little boy. Boy. <laughs>
0: about getting on that boat. <laughs> <And> <laughs> but it was really fun, and, it was, and uh, we played the new Call of Duty, and I... It was wow. terrible, and Phil and Alex... Like, Alex, like, actually plays video games, so he just was, like, destroying everybody. Mm-hmm. And then Phil and I didn't know what we were doing, and we were just, like, running around. I don't know, it was fun. Um, we'll see today. Went on the floor a little bit. Alex and I tried to get into the Mattel signing again, and this year they were like, no standby line, so leave. Wow. And I guess that saved... that could, That did save us time, so... Then we met up with Derek and I do have to say
4: the at the library the first podcast panel I went to not super great but the second one was a lot of fun yeah it was a, it was an actual podcast yeah it was a podcast recording of a what geek, are they called Geek Ko we're from the Geek Say What Network and it's a trivia <laughs> so they have on a guest who they call their like end boss mm-hmm. and they have they do trivia based on a specific subject this episode was uh M- MCU the Marvel Cinematic Universe which I'd cover in a previous episode but I think that it was just fun to do it at a, at the convention cuz a lot of people know the ins and outs of it nice so that was that was a lot of fun to to sit in and listen on. And they had some audience participation, like they were mm-hmm. keeping us engaged. It was very nice. Unlike, I'll say, unlike that first panel, which was just them all promoting their own stuff and then not really caring about yeah. the audience until the last second where they go, oh, one question, and then that's that was terrible. It. That's not a it panel. Was really that's really bad. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Geek, Geek KO, it's a great show. Uh, ben V people have been on it, Justin's been on it, Emily's been on it, I'm going to be on it eventually.
0: It's a great show. Preview night went really well. You got some of Bam pins. Ooh. And we talked to, I talked to David Malky, we talked to Brandon Bird. He's got some good stuff this year. Hmm. Um, I, always I always like his the, art, yeah. yeah. His artwork's great. And this year I did not bring up the time he came to Smod Castle and we recorded a Begged and boarded with the lights off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Brandon Bird was the guy that was there when he was the guest. When that, when we did I that. thought that was the. It must have, maybe it happened more than once, because that was yeah, definitely. Fancy room. Yeah. We that did, w- we did, uh, uh,
4: uh, we saw Graham Elwood last night.
0: Yeah, we did. That was great. Talked to him about PodFest. And he got me hyped about the podcast lounge. <laughs> and he was doing, he was on Doug Lowe's movies. Mm-hmm. And we saw Doug Benson, and Doug said, hey. Because I, I don't know if he I think you. Yeah, he was right over there. Yeah, he was kind of wondering. I think I there. think he was being nice, but I did, I did smoke with Doug at Get High Watch Wrestling, but I don't think he remembers that. <laughs> There's no way. No, um,
4: at the podcast panel, uh, Cheryl was there too.
0: Oh, I haven't seen Cheryl today. What's she been? What's she just over there? She or? was over there. Yeah,
4: she came for podcast stuff, of course.
0: And um, what day is tomorrow? Friday. Our panels tomorrow. Yeah, man. Comic-Con, once it starts going, it's just like, before you know it, it's Sunday, and you're just fucking wiped out. Yeah. But it's, as Derek said, I was just like shot out of a cannon, and I've been like rolling. Um, it's been really fun. I, the floor is just always so overwhelming. And I don't. I remember Phil and I actually used to try to cover the entire floor, like just walking up and down the aisles. And I gave up doing that a long
4: time ago. I somehow today accidentally walked in like a circle. Like I, I suddenly realized <laughs> I was like, oh, I've been here like three times. Like because we walked on preview night all up and down. Yeah. But then I was like, wait a second, this looks very familiar. I and haven't been like, over on the artist alley side yet. Like oh, at it's all. great over there. It's fun. I love Artist Alley.
3: Oh,
4: yeah. well, I want to go see.
0: Um, there's this guy Scott Lost, who has really cool artwork. I actually have one I want to give to Emily that I bought last year, and I forgot, and I haven't seen Emily really. Oh wow! Because um, he's a he's a former wrestler, mm-hmm. and now he to, he quit wrestling to become like a full time artist, oh. comic book artist, and. And he did... But he did these... He still does some wrestling theme stuff, and he mm. actually did a bunch of wrestlers in Lego. I should give it to you sometime because mm. to give to Emily, because I have a Roddy Piper in Lego, and I know that's Emily's favorite. That's pretty cool, yeah. And... Uh, but I always like going to talk to him, and then just going around... Because those are the real guys, like, working their butts off, and a and lot of them have
4: worked hard to get here, and... I feel like their art is very, like, unique. It's very... Yeah. Uh,
0: well, then... Uh, and then in the Comic-Con Artist Alley, you have, like, the super pro, like, all kinds of guys in yeah. there. But there's lots of cool stuff. Mm. So, yeah, we did talk to a cool lady yesterday, you and I, that, like, makes all kinds of cat-themed oh, stuff. Yeah. She had a great one. of sh- The Sherlock one is my favorite. Yeah. Because she somehow managed to make a cat look exactly like Benedict Cumberbatch. I can't remember
4: what, the, what breed of cat that is. That is a specific breed of cat that... It, and it's perfect Benedict Catterbatch it's like god you like were laughing really that hard. killed me because that
0: it oh was it looked like it was like a cat that looked like but it, did, it didn't look weird it yeah. looked like it was like that's a cat that looks that's Benedict Cumberbatch and cat Yeah, food. I remember seeing
4: some of that that art before online I didn't I never knew the name of the artist um, but she drew the uh, the the doctors of Doctor Who, yeah. as cats, and I love that so yeah. much. You That's were like, so I think number great. six was when you were like, no, it was it was the ninth. It was um, ninth. Oh, it was number nine. Nicholston. Yeah, because yeah, Eccleston's always was Broody, and the yeah. cat is so perfect for that. I Do wish you the have Tenet, a cat. No, but I wish the tenant cat that she drew didn't have the 3D glasses on. Mm. That's not really my favorite storyline with Tenant. Yeah, but. Um, no, there's some good... And then I I do enjoy... Because she also has uh, cats as the Avengers. And... Uh, I, I would have gotten the Winter Soldier, but it's it's basically Grumpy Cat. and That kind of makes me sad. Cause I'm not, <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like Grumpy Cat is exactly Winter Soldier, but whatever.
0: What's that lady going to do when Grumpy Cat dies?
4: The Get a new Grumpy, Grumpy Cat? Cat? No, just, just, that's the end of... Her.
0: <laughs> she probably has
1: so much money!
4: grumpy cat meets garfield have you heard about
0: this what it's gonna be a comic grumpy cat was on monday night raw that's what i know jesus like that's how i that's how that's how i know Grumpy Cat was grumpy by Man Aubrey
4: plaza is. in a christmas story Are a christmas you movie freaking kidding me
3: yeah
4: this, this is oh true. she's got so much money What? Like, when yeah this Grumpy Cat lady is rich beyond her meat she's probably like donating half of it this, that's
0: why because then cap, people are good it's really funny because like after Grumpy Cat was on Monday Night Raw a bunch of the wrestlers like started making Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts for their cats like Natalia has a cat named Tupaz, mm-hmm. and he's like he's Tupac as a like, cat like a thug cat and and then like um, then another... Then, like, they have... The Bellas have one for their dog, Winston. And, like, they're all trying to be... Get on that... Get some of that grumpy cat money. The only cats I ever know about are grumpy cat and keyboard cat. And keyboard mm-hmm. cat's dead. Oh. Yeah, that's true. That's an old, old video. That cat is gone, man. Well, you know what else? I'm... I'm pretty gone. I'm I mean, you think about, like... TV shows with dogs. Those dogs are gone. Well, they went through tons of Lassies.
4: I don't just mean Lassie, I mean like... Well, every dog. Yeah. All dogs. All those TV dogs are gone. Frazier's
0: dog. dog. Well, I remember when Buck from Married with Children died. That was like a big deal. The cho- the Taco Ch- about Chihuahua?
3: Chihuahua. Oof.
4: That was a rough one.
0: That all, But then like, that caused a bunch of people to buy Chihuahuas and then abandon them. Like... <laughs> I remember my mom, because my mom adopted a chihuahua, like, around, no, it was before that, but her friend, she knew a friend that, like, ran a shelter and, like, just, she was overwhelmed with chihuahuas, <laughs> like, people just were like, we don't want this, like, you bought this, it was a horrible, like, no. But, yeah, I don't have i I'm not a pet person. Derek, do you have any pets in your house?
1: Nope.
0: Do your parents have pets? No. Have you ever?
4: Yeah, we had pets. When I was a kid, hmm. dog, yeah, we had two dogs. Do you have brothers and sisters? I have two older sisters. I feel like you ask me this every every time. I know time. once a year. <laughs> what do your sisters do? Uh, they're like, I don't know, they don't like, don't they, they don't do anything like super interesting. My one sister's worked uh, as like a dental not assistant, but like the hygienist. No, 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 like at the front desk. Oh, receptionist. Yeah. Okay. It's she worked for one dentist office for a long time and then they closed down, so then she moved to another one and now they're going through a lot of changes too. Do you have nieces so, and nephews? Only only nieces. That's My exciting. family is like mostly women.
0: Damn. That's so why you're such a sensitive guy. I guess. So um Derek, what was your highlight today? That girl on the other boat. <laughs> There was a boat next to the IMDB boat that had cute girls sunning themselves. And Brendo just doubled down on being
1: gay and just kept talking about, hey, We're on a boat, I'm just like... <laughs> and he, I, I, I'm shocked that you even knew that she was there. And then you all guys all played, played Call, Call of Duty, Duty, and I was just... My face was against the glass. <laughs> and then it was like a weed boat, so...
0: Yeah, it was a weed boat. One of
1: those weed girls.
0: I'm like, how do you get on this boat? And like, I, they weren't telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you got a little special present for They them. had, like, signs. Well, I did get a special present, but they, I, I'm like, how do I get on the boat? They're like, oh, uh, uh, I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> They're like, no, we're not, we're not open yet. And I was like, well, then they were open. I like, still don't know how you got on there. Because they had, like, a sign with, like, a bar. And they had free hugs. hmm <laughs> Those were all the free hug girls. Wow! You should have given them your user information. <laughs> go there tomorrow, Derek. Because um, it's like a weird—I don't know—that the service that they have. I'm like, I don't think this is legal. Because <laughs> it's like maybe yeah, they were connected go, to that zombie who you, was wandering underground. They're like, you go on this our website and you post like you have X. Somebody will post, I have this to sell, and then you we partner you up and I'm like so you're so you partner me up with a drug dealer <laughs> I don't understand oh mm, boy <laughs> and this from oh thank you so um I don't know how it works I gotta go check it out because it sounds real shady but they were nice people and they um yeah and they're smart to piggyback onto Kevin they know Kevin's crowd <laughs> and um, but, yeah, it was really fun. And so then what else do we do today?
4: This is Radio Brenda, man. Let's do a Phil check-in. Phil's not here. Well, do but Phil you saw him.
1: Phil, uh, Phil Fett.
0: Well, today, Phil, when did Phil meet up with us? I'm, like, blanking. Oh, when we went to the mad, we met up with Phil. In the lemonade room. At the lemonade room. And then we went to the boat. Oh, Phil went with us on the boat. That's right.
1: See, you're so wrap them in the boat <laughs>
4: was it was there. me Derek, Phil and Alex I wish I hadn't gone to the library right away because I could have got that boat real quick. if you, you get get could see
1: Brendo in his own head he had a captain's hat and he had that wheel in his hand he's like we're on a boat right now well, you when love, I first you love that boat. when I first went on the boat, oh, you like, left, this, and then when we left, when you I don't even know what what was the name of the boat when we left the boat. The boats have names. Just kept giving us more boat facts, like you know that we can go on the boat at this time.
0: <laughs> so when I first got on the boat, when I first got my <laughs> wristband, um, I was just kind of there was no there was hardly anybody on it because they only opened for like. The people that enter the contest between two and four, but with our wristbands we can get on like I think any time, and so um, I went on there and I like there was like a catered food and I had a beer and I was like hanging out and then I'm like and then I'm like I think there's an upstairs so I just like I'm like hey is there an upstairs? The guy's like I think the security guards like. You can go up there, but I don't think you're supposed to. And I was like, okay. And so I went up there, and I went in this... I went in... Because there's, like, a smaller, like, lounge in the Uh upstairs. Went in there, and there's, like, Rob Liefeld, and I think some other celebrities that I didn't (laughs) recognize. And I'm like, ooh. And then there's, like, a... Because downstairs had a swag table, but there was a much better swag table. And there's there's, like, straw hats, headphones, like these backpacks with like dvds in them so i start like reaching for one of them and then some security guard comes up he's like can i see your bracelet and i'm like yeah here and he's like yeah you can only go to the downstairs one and i was oh, like oh shit. okay i'm sorry and they were really nice wow. she said no oh, i'm the captain
3: wow.
1: she said i'm the captain i'm the captain now, captain brendo but um u.s yes radio brendo man it was fun and um
0: and then we came back, and then Alex and I tried to get into
1: the... What would you call the boat if you commandeered it like a pirate? You would rename it, like, what, the, the Gale?
0: SS Brendo. <laughs>
1: the <what it> was, <laughs> the
0: you Gale. I'm to name it after
1: my mom. you got to
0: give it a lady name.
1: You've got to name a boat after yourself. <laughs> Skipper wasn't on the SS Skipper. Brendo's baby. <laughs> That's pretty good. You should call it Is You Is, or Is You Ain't, not Brendo. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, pretty long. You should name a a podcast. You should name this podcast that. Is you is or
0: is you ain't my brother? Phil didn't go with us to go to Berkeley Pizza because he wanted to stay to go to the Lego Ninjago panel. He loves Lego. And he got a Lego set out of it, so... I wonder if that made his day. Probably all Lego sets. Any limited Lego set...
4: Um, it's funny, I think Ninjago's been, like, a, a brand for a while. Yeah, it's been around for a while. And now it's funny, I, I'm certain there's a TV show. Yeah. But now that they're doing the movie, I'll to see what, what happens to its kind of popularity. Yeah. Because well, it's kind of like how they used to have, like, Castle and, yeah. like, all this stuff. It's yeah, like, yeah. Ninjago. Yeah. But like, Ninjago's, like, they're kind of sidestepping the ninja issue. Yeah. By making up a, a ninja yeah name. Yeah.
0: That is still ninja in the title. And uh so any other highlights? Anything else you did that was cool? Hmm. Oh, that Kingsman panel was pretty great. That's that's a real good highlight for me. I can I'm never gonna get the I mean like we saw we saw chug a pine with Yeah. Cool. And the Kingsman footage was really cool. It was pretty cool. The, Julianne Moore was like, oh my
4: god, that was scary. Yeah, but like, for me, that that's kind of like a, a, a stupid villain. I don't know, to me. But it's like... It's like, oh, she's evil. How is, evil is she? Oh, cannibalism. Like, okay, like that's that it's was just, scary. Change. She might as well have just been like a Nazi. Like, it, it's so stupid, evil shorthand to me. Like we we can she could be a drug lord and that's evil. That's what she is. But then it's like, no, she's one step further. She also I makes you, kill your, more like you eat
0: kill your friend and eat him. Like yeah. that's fucking crazy. Like, that's Eric Cartman crazy. It's it's too much for me. All right. Well, it's Kingsman. It's always
4: been over... It's super over the top and... Yeah, but I feel like even in uh, the first one, the villain was not... I mean, he was over the top, but it was like... It was of a... It kind of had like a, like a... Not a yeah. statement behind it, but it's it had like meaning word. behind it. Portals, mm-hmm. right? This feels like essentially meaningless to me. We only saw that one scene. I know.
0: I, was, I thought it was cool and I thought Channing Tatum I think was she's cool. gonna be great it? and seeing Channing Tate Jeff Bridges is a national treasure I thought they yeah. were gonna be bad guys
1: in the they,
4: it's like that weird thing where you have to team up with, with I thought everybody who enemy. was the
1: bad guys
4: turned out to be the good guys I thought Halle Berry was bad and I thought Jeff Bridges
1: is the villain and I thought Julianne Moore just worked with him mm. I guess she's the
3: villain yeah. she's
0: the villain unless there's a twist <sighs> And cannibalism's okay. Well, she's the villain, but what if they're, like, what if the
4: statesmen are, like, also bad? Or something like that? Yeah. Or, or, poppies like Hydra infiltrating
0: the shield of statesmen. Well, I think that's going to be our first report from Comic-Con. So, for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brennan Creasy, joined by Andrew Lindy and Derek Armijo. Gentlemen, thank you. You're and, welcome. um, we'll keep on rolling. Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim.
2: What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So
0: we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length.
2: Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite. Unite! This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts
4: like it at bendvuenetwork.com.